to bear with me. The Boston Bruins are now 44-8-5, which has them first in everything and on pace to be the greatest team of all time. My name is Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing swell. How are you? I'm doing all right, dude. Back-to-back wins. We got two wins to talk about. We got some personnel changes to talk about. We've got more wins to cover, dude. It's it's going to be a, re- a little different than usual this time around because the Bees won some games, so get ready for that if you're not used to it. I'm doing all right, dude. How are you doing? I'm <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, it's about time they started, you know, pulling some wins out. Yeah. Listen, if, if you were down on this team, which everybody was, we can all admit it. We were wrong. Looks like they're going to be pretty good this year. Um, have they're you seen those new commercials? Start. They're off to a good start. It's a, it's a hot start. It's the a hot first start. first 66 games are easy enough to win. Sure. Let's see them put together a full season, then maybe I'll buy it. The last quarter of the season, that's what really, that's what separates the men from the boys. Have you seen those uh, Nesson commercials about like, uh, like on a record pace? Oh God, did you even just doing that impression? It just, I, all I could hear. You don't need another app. Download the Bruins calendar. Do you remember that one? Straight to your smartphone or device. Yeah, do you remember that one? It was so aggressive. That was years ago, but it was just mm. like the, the way they're like, you don't need another app. Okay, I'm tired of being asked. You don't need it. Like, okay, fine. I wouldn't have mind downloading the right. app. They can just Google Bruins and look at when they're playing next. But sure, I can ask Siri. She does that for me. It's one of the best uses of Siri. People people play? overlook that, but you can just say like, when are the Bruins playing? She's like, like Thursday at seven, at twelve a.m. on a Monday. They're, they're playing right now, bro. Bro, it just ended. uh, dude. We have a, a Monday game to cover in here. We do. Because for some reason, the President's Day special was a matinee against the Senators. Yeah, it, it's can like can only a, be described as a hockey game. Yeah, like Black Friday is Bruins-Rangers. We're now Bruins-Carolina, mm-hmm. apparently. And President's Day is forever known as Bruins-Senators. Makes a ton of sense, dude. Not a very weird Senators game. It was kind of weird. A lot of penalties in the beginning, like too many. Like the trend of that officiating like, is continuing. Yeah. Yeah. They're cracking down. The first period had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven penalties, and then two for the rest of the game. And it's worth mentioning that the second period penalty was 33 seconds into the period. Yeah. So there was eight penalties in the first 23 or 20 and a half minutes. Correct. And then one penalty the next 39 and a half. Yeah, it was like halfway through the third. Yeah, that was weird. That God, was, yeah, that it was, was getting weird. annoying. I didn't appreciate it. Um, it, got, it was a little chippy as well. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, I, I was expecting that a little bit. Like you tend to get that from Ottawa. I was hoping for a little more of it, but I appreciated the game for what it was. Uh, I mean, Jake Kachuk, on the... being Kachuk is always going to just stir up something. Okay, too. yeah. So this is the game. This is Krejci's ceremonial game for once yeah, again. Krejci finally played a thousand games. They forgot to remember to do the ceremony during the thousandth game, which, as I recall, was a home game, I think. Um, if it wasn't, then there's been at least four since then. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm sure there is a reason. Like, I don't doubt it. But, like, what could it be? Why? Just do it on the game. Like, yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that they, like, push it back a little bit to account for, like, maybe some injury. 
I guess. They plan yeah. it out ahead of time, and they're like, "I oh, will do it then, just in case he misses four or five games." But like, also, what a weird amount of space to give. I agree. Uh, I do think it was really funny that like a minute into the game, Kachuk late. Is it or is it Kachuk or Kachuk? I don't think I it hear... matters. I think that's so well, infinitesimal. I don't think it matters. Well, I always hear Kachuk, and that's very unintuitive to me. But a lot of hockey names are. I think when I when I think of the name, I think of Keith, and I would say Keith Kachuk. All right, so I say it wrong. I say Kachuk. But Brady, but oh, I hear I say Brady, I go Kachuk. You know what I mean? It, like yeah, it flows better one versus the other. Kind of just depends on the day. Depends on the mood. You've told me before you you're fine with like any pronunciation of your name. Let's just apply that same logic to the my, Kachuk family. Yeah, my, no one in my family knows how to say her name correctly. It's I grew up Tossi, which is incorrect. Mm-hmm. It's not how Italian is spoken. No, nope. I go by Tachi, but I'm almost certain it's Tochi. It would be Tochi. Yeah, the no soft O sound in, in Italian. But I've never met anyone with my last name that goes by Tochi. It's Tachi or Tossi, and that is it. We're all wrong, <laughs> but we're wrong together. We're wrong as a family, and that's really what Which matters. Which is kind of beautiful. Yeah, right? Yeah. Speaking that's, of that's being so wrong as a family, the Kachuk family. Yeah, what a, what a correct, bunch of assholes, huh? Yeah, right? Well, it was like a minute into the game, and he just fucking lays into... Honestly, I can't... Is it Brady? It's Brady, right? Matt's in Florida. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Brady Kachuk... Wow, now I'm saying Kachuk. Just throws down David Krejci. Yeah. Like, right in front of the benches. So. Which is really disrespectful. Yeah. Well, and the thing that. is, like, when Krejci falls... He falls like a kid who's like learning to skate. I don't know what that is. He falls like it makes my heart swell a little bit. I'm like, oh, poor guy. His skates are above his head. Yeah. I guess yeah. what it looks like when I just tried to skate normally. Poor guy. He just he goes down so awkwardly. But, but uh, yeah, no, that tried. was that was that was like you said, 30 seconds into the game. So I was like immediately like I think I texted you like, okay, we're gonna have a, a sense game. Like this is gonna be yeah. A thing, and then with all the penalties in the first, I was thinking it was going to develop into something more chippy, and that it was going to end up being something like of note. I don't know if this game was as a whole. There were moments. There was there were moments for sure, but I don't. This kind of diverged from the norm of a Bruins Senators game for me. You know, you know what happened? What happened? They conserved the weirdness and brought it to Seattle because that was a Senators game. Seattle was a that Seattle is, was more of a Senators game than the Senators game. And really specifically the one at the beginning of the year, like their first game against each other was five to seven. Like the first yeah. game the Bruins lost where it was just like the equ- hockey game equivalent of the PJ stock fight where it's just offense, 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 no defense at all. Um, honestly, I don't even like I, I feel bad, but I don't remember the Senators game nearly as well as I thought I would uh, for it mm-hmm. only being like four days ago. Um, yeah, I mean, well, part of that is that it's a, a day game. Yeah, it's a weird time. I don't love matinees. It just feels I have a hard time getting us into it because like with night games, like you have all day to be like looking forward to it. Um, And like with the Seattle game, like we had all the trades breaking before that. And I got super stoked to watch that game and it really didn't disappoint. So, but yeah, if we just want to get through the Ottawa game here, like Jake scoring again, two goals in two games. And like very classic Jake DeBrus crashing the net, cashing in his own rebound. Love it. Um, if you even want to start a little bit earlier, bro. Yes. This Senators game, um, the man of the evening of the afternoon of the midday, uh, Todd Angeli. 
<laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that is that is something of note. That was funny. Whose fault was it? If I remember correctly, the organist started playing the Star Spangled Banner. I think and, that's right. And he like and he was, was trying to sing both almost at the same time. He was I think Todd knows like you sing O Canada first. Yeah, you sing the away anthem first, always. And I think he went like oh Canada. Uh, that was like a good. Jersey that was swap. Marshy got a good laugh out of that. That was good. Marshy, who's been, we haven't talked about Marshy going crazy on Twitter yet, have we? I mean, how crazy was he going? It wasn't as crazy as before. Like, what were some of the tweets? No. Um, he was uh, ragging on Edmonton and has sent some yes. senator or some Oilers fans into an absolute spiral there was that one oilers account it's like dnl or something like that yeah uh that people said it might be a parody account also but like they were <laughs> losing it like they were they like could not let it go yeah and yeah for context i, I the tweet was about where the next all-star game could be and i think it was edmonton calgary or detroit mm-hmm. and martian was like lol wait to see how many players sit that one out or like boycott that one yeah yeah um and people were like how dare you Suggest people don't want to come to Edmonton and he, in, someone Janu- was like, in January. <laughs> and someone was like, what's wrong with Edmonton? And he was like, uh, let's just put it this way. No one's taking a pay cut to stay there. Got him. Top and row. that is what has thrown Oilers fans like, oh, yeah? Yeah, Ryan Nugent Hopkins didn't do that? Yeah? Okay, well, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you don't know how much oil is in Alberta? <laughs> do you know? You just don't get it, bro. It's I don't so know. It's, it's just like there's like you can't win a trash talking fight against Marshan. Like, stop trying. Yeah. Yeah. No. But that was a nice moment. Anyway, that was before the game even started. But I, I, but that's, I, I that's definitely is worth talking about. And this is uh, Jake's second game back, right? Correct. And he scores five minutes in? Correct. Where he scored like um, two minutes in last game? Yeah. I think so it was actually sliding. I think it might have been later into the first. Yeah. But, this was like his like gets his own rebound in front of the net. Like like Marshy dug it out of the corner. He followed up his own rebound. Dude, Jake Selly's harder than anybody I know. Selly season. It's the nickname. He just hits it. And it's it's not bigger than other people's. It's not more uh it's not unique. It's just hard. Selly's hard. That dude just loves hockey so much. Like yeah, hot take. NHL player loves hockey, but like, holy shit, like you just feel it in every play, every goal, every Sully. It's like one of the many reasons you just love to have him on the team and really love to have him back. I can't believe he missed nearly a quarter of the season and has scored 17 goals in his three games since coming back. I couldn't believe that. I, I, if you asked me, I would have said maybe 10 to 12. 17 was really surprising to me. Maybe just because Boston was really doing just fine without him. For them, I mean, they had their worst skid, yeah. and he is a huge difference maker. Like, don't get me wrong, like he's a big X factor for this team, especially on the power play. Oh my goodness, does he just like really elevate that power play? I think like missing the All Star break too. I think we were like, oh, like he's not even missing as many yeah, games as he could. That's fair. Yeah, seventeen is crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a quarter of the season. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that but again, that's kind of one. I mostly, I kind of just want to get to the trades in the Seattle game. Like, sorry yeah. guys. Uh, but I, I, Pasta I mean, had we, two we, goals. Pasta well, no, we can't brush by that. We can't brush by it too quickly <laughs> because this is the game where I tweeted. I'm like, I'm going to name my first child, uh, McAvoy to Pasternak. 
because they looked so fucking good. They looked like they were worth the twenty nine hundred million dollars that's going to cost to keep them on this team. Well, Pasta's first goal. This is the one that the pass came to McAvoy in the right boards. And he looked like he was going to slap, like do like a one-time slap shot with the bounce off the board and then faked it, spun mm-hmm. off his defender and create a little bit of space and pass it to Pasternak. Mm-hmm. And he was down low. And the goalie, I do not know how to pronounce his name, so I will not try. He was like staying down low, like real low, low short side, like was completely eliminating that. And then Pasternak's like, okay. And then just like does the pasta thing where he puts the puck exactly where he wants it to go. Far corner. Beautiful. Dude, that Love move that it. McAvoy pulled off along the boards there is criminal. Yeah, that's like a McCarr, like, McAvoy, Fox. There's probably a handful of defensemen who can routinely pull that off. Like the pass, it was like a bank pass off the boards. And like you said, he fakes that one timer and like, Let's the puck like fall through his own legs and then 180s out of it off the defender to like <laughs> have space for himself. Like that is that is st- stupid. Are you Correct. practicing that? Because like I imagine this one just comes to you in the realize. moment. Yeah, sorry. I don't even I think it's one of those things you don't even really think about doing until it's happening. You're like, oh, this could work. He's an artist, bro. He's really? an absolute artist. And just that shot from Postnock was outrageous. Oh no, it was. It was. And like to have that much time in front of a goalie, like I think so much the space average too. person would view that as like uh, a luxury that like oh you get this time and space and whatever. But like it, it, today's goalies, bro. If they if you're not catching them off guard, like to just look a goalie in the eyes and beat him is I would say damn near impossible. I will say that goalie did have one career game before that night. Like uh, Mondo, Mondo Lacey, is that his name? Yeah, Mondo Lacey. Lacey. Uh, and I'm sure he, I, I don't know who he played in the first game, but it's not likely that he played somebody similar to Pasternak. No. So I was thinking when he made that move, I'm probably at least probably like playing the odds where like not many people are picking that far shot, but like Pasta does that six out of seven days of the week. Like it's a weird way of expressing that thought, but that's fine. <laughs> And then again He's, to jump to the third. Uh, oh, look who it is again! It's Charlie McAvoy to David Pasternak. This is the breakaway that I so Chuck tossed it from his knees from the defensive zone to like a cherry picking Pasternak. I'm not convinced he knew Pasta was there. I think he was just that was like the Bruins were trying to clear it in that moment, and he did. It just happened to be directly to David Pasternak, who was so alone. Did any part of you think he was not going to score that goal? No, zero percent. I'm trying. I'm watching it back right now. I'm trying to see like would Chuck have known? So it. I don't think it was a clean pass. Is the thing. I think it. It got deflected on the way. I think it. It so happened to to land on Pasternak's tape because I do think that you're right. I think Chuck he was just trying to clear it out. You know, yeah, he collide look at him like I don't even know who that is. Like, Pasta was, like, not in his vision Zaka. when he made that pass. Like, he was just like, I'm going to chop this out of the zone. Yeah. Dude, that, that's uh, the hockey gods right there. Just allowing that pass to happen. And that just allowing David Pasternak to have that clean of a breakaway on someone's, during someone's second goal in net in the NHL, it's, well, that's kind of mean. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I me didn't a- realize that was his second ever game. I just figured that, like, I don't know who is in net for the Senators. 
Okay. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, yes. Mandalacy, has he been in all year? Okay. So that, I mean, that was the game. It was a good one. It, it's not like the most memorable regular season game, but like it was really great to see Pasta get another two. That brought him up to 41. At that point, he was only two behind McDavid because McDavid had 43. I think McDavid mm-hmm. has like 47 now or something because he's insane. Also, can we now can now be the time where we discuss uh, Taylor toothpaste? Yes. Okay. Yes, it can. So it has been revealed by David Posternock uh, in a kind of somber tone that in Czech pasta means toothpaste for almost yep. a decade. The city of Boston and, you know, the NHL at large has been calling David Posternock toothpaste. And he waited till now to tell us. I wish he waited till he was retiring. I wish we never knew. We found out after he died in like a hundred years. We we're like, wait a minute. Nobody <laughs> thought to check in with Chechia to be like, hey, what does this mean? I would like. <laughs> like his Hall of Fame speech. It's like one thing I do want to say is I've never cared for the nickname Pasta. I do not like it. It is uh toothpaste back home. It's like in Parks and Rec, where it's like the the shoe shines are tiring. It's like old man Gus or something. He's like, I didn't like I don't like that nickname now, and I didn't like it when I was younger. Like toothpaste david toothpaste which sent everybody down a rabbit hole of learning a little bit of check and finding out the crazy means, means taylor yes which is you know not not a, a huge reveal until you look at david crazy's face and tell yourself this man's name is dave taylor which is wicked funny and it's worth noting it's taylor the profession not just taylor like taylor hall yeah like yeah. it's like so dave taylor and dave toothpaste I'm amazed there isn't toothpaste merch already or like pasta knock, like getting in on like a toothpaste kind of deal. Like I have, I have pasta pasta. Yeah. I have marsh munch. Like give me pasta toothpaste. Also uh, other Chechia names worth mentioning. Zaka means smell. His name is Pavel smell. And he would get along great with uh, a certain friend of ours named Thomas. Tomash. Tomash. No shik means nose. That's an easy that one. Joke? That's yeah. the easy but I'm one. saying if we have two guys named nose and smell. And then lockout means outdoors. In Zaboro, you have a guy named nose and you have a guy named smell, Rob. Were we not appreciating that? Moving that's, past it. It's that's too the silliest easy. thing I've ever heard. Okay. That fruit on. is laying on the ground. And Zaboral means demolished, which is kind of cool. So that do you remember cool. uh, Mazaros when Mazaros played for the Bruins? No, exactly. Very brief. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Hungarian for butcher. I remember that. Very cool. I was like, that's pretty cool. Alex was, Verdugo has been on the Red Sox for a bit now, and nobody nobody talks about how Verdugo is Spanish for executioner. What? That yeah. is the coolest name, and that's nobody amazing. calls him that. Nobody. I'm gonna make people that. just call me that, even though that is in no way what my name means. <laughs> Uh, they, just so you know, the executioner is going to be late to the party. Good. Who? It's good Rob, for at least Rob. Rob, you know Rob, the executioner? It's what I call certain parts of my body. Get out of here. My nose. Call it Rob. <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe just call it your own yeah. name yeah. all right yeah <laughs> that that broke so we we had the last episode and then the one before like three weeks prior and that the, the three weeks ago one the toothpasting broke like the day after yeah. so we just forgot to bring it up again and then we we're like shit we we can't not address toothpaste so yeah. i just need they just came back to mind and i I had to bring it up before i forgot is it relevant but, now no but should uh, it be yeah, we, yes I think it should absolutely life. still be relevant. I can't believe it only lasted like a 24-hour news cycle. I, I just think we're collectively ignoring it. It's Cliffy Hockey again. We're like, eh, eh. Yeah, are Dismissed. we all just back on board with calling him Cliffy Hockey again? I I never wasn't. I It was like, I, it, yeah, no, that's wrong. I like, mean, is I, General I, Bruins I, Twitter back on, though? I fundamentally disagree with why they don't like it, which is kind of why. Like, if he came out again... And it was like, please stop. I would probably stop. But it was kind of like a, yeah, we never really liked it. It just kind of to us was like about a time when he was playing more recklessly. I'm like, that's not what Cliffy hockey is. Cliffy's just high energy. It's not reckless. Like, it's never been a negative thing. I also don't use it like an adjective. Are people saying like, that's some Cliffy hockey right there? Is that how people are using it? Because I just call him Cliffy hockey like Johnny Goudreau is Johnny hockey. I do both. I've definitely done both. Like, I've used... When he'll do something that's very Clifton, Reckless. I'll be like, that's Cliffy Hockey. Like, that's very, like, honestly, it's like whenever he hits anybody, I'm like, Cliffy Hockey. So I guess, I don't know. It depends on depends on how it goes. Also, real quick, do you know, right now, what do you think Charlie McAvoy's career high in goals is? 15? It is 10. That is low. It's very low. He only has four this year. But he has 37 assists, and his career high is 46. Norris watch. <laughs> I don't know what that sound was. Is, Hampus, just, is Hampus still on Norris watch as of this I moment? I don't think he is. Uh, honestly, I couldn't tell you who really is, but I, I just don't imagine. I mean, he's got like a plus 36 right now. Plus 37. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I don't, I don't think he's, he's too heavily in consideration. Um, he, he has 38 points. I mean, it's certainly not bad, but I just, I don't know. It's just, I'm, I never think it would be a Bruin because I don't think like, McAvoy's incredible and like very, like widely accepted as top five, but like, he just doesn't put up 60 to 80 points a year, which like you need to do, which is stupid. And we've talked McAvoy about that at better. length. They have I the same right now. Who does? McAvoy and Lindholm? Hampus. Yeah. Who's the highest? Fox? Dude, oh, guess, you're Rob. smiling at me. Don't take I'm a mad. guess. Who's leading the, the it Norris is odds? Eric, the bane of my existence, Carlson. Yeah, so it's Eric Carlson in the lead. Oh. Yeah. Alone at the top. Dude, he's not a good defenseman. And great hockey player, not a good defenseman. Whatever. The pipes in my apartment sound like they're actively trying to break themselves. I mean, I'm worried. <sighs> Dude, I forgot Petrangelo's on the the nights. That's something. They are going to be, uh, they are something over there. Uh, they might can, get can we take us one second could, to, listen, we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about, you know, Ryan O'Reilly going to the Leafs and blah, 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 and all that. Can we take half of a second? I've not seen a single Bruins fan take a second to dance on the grave and celebrate for half of a fucking second that the St. Louis Blues 
imploded. They're like gone. within days, like, well, oh, that's not true. It took a while, but like the last week has been particularly bad. So they lose Petrangelo. Mm-hmm. They start selling like crazy. Did you hear what Barube was saying? No. Oh, dude, it was bad. Like it is like beyond anything Cassidy ever did. He was like in a post game conference. He's like, nobody's playing with any heart. Nobody has any passion. Like nobody cares. Wow. And like one of their forwards or their centers was like, I've been in this team a long time and that couldn't be further from the truth. Wow. So like he is losing that locker, like lost that locker room. Like they are not doing well in St. Louis. So yes, let us take a moment to appreciate the downfall of the St. Louis Blues. I'm yeah. still not over it. Honestly, are we at the top of the mountain right now? Yes. Does that mean I can't also dance on your grave? No, it don't. Because I'll do you know, that all day. I, I think love of, the yeah. fact that like the your golden little fucking boy (laughs) is now like regarded as like the shittiest goalie in terms of just like human beings i hate jordan bennington more than everybody does in the league not even like in a fun it's fun to have someone to hate i just despise jordan bennington yeah there's no redeeming quality to him for me none no none and i love that like like your whole championship squad is is gone and like, and you have to root for Tory Krug, which is so funny to me. He's the worst goalie in the league, right? Bennington? Yeah. He was exactly. he was at the bottom with plus my um I'm sorry, with say percentage. Really? He's an eight nine four. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, not great. I'm sorry, I interrupted. I needed to throw that no, out. No, I'm there. just glad. I'm just glad that they got their one cup, dude. Just very happy for them with some of the most likable guys in the league. And now they're all gone. Is there anybody from the 2019 St. Louis Blues besides Bennington that's still on that team? I really don't know. I don't know. Anyone that big well. that I'm forgetting? Whatever. But who, who cares? I'm just I'm just happy that they are in the state that they're in. Yeah, Bennington is not the lowest in state percentage, but he's not doing great. Elvis is at eight seven three. That's uh, I mean that's Columbus for you, but tough. Oh boy! All right, do we want, the boys do we want to went do to Seattle. Do we want to do, yeah, do we want to do the game trade stuff? What What do we want to do next? I mean, I guess let's just go chronologically. Let's talk trade stuff. Okay. Uh, so the Boston Bruins, uh, in exchange for Craig Smith, uh, their 2023 first round pick, a second and a third round pick over the next two years, uh. And some cap shit with Minnesota in the bunch. So the Bruins trade that to the Washington Capitals in exchange for Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway. And so not only do we, so we gave up Craig Smith. Let's start there. Yeah. It sucks. You, it I, you knew it was coming. Like you knew it was out of anybody on this roster who was going to get traded. It was going to be Craig Smith in that like, not doing well enough, but also still valuable. Yep. Like the only one on the team who really kind of fits that description, at least on the front end. Mm-hmm. So that made me sad. It did. But like you said, dude, it's not like you're losing peak Smitty. No, like, he's, he, no, he had his moment here. He had his time in the sun and it's like, it sucks, but I haven't seen anybody really beaten up about it. No. Like, like you said, it was like, it was what was supposed to happen and you're losing an NHLer, so like like you said, there's a lot of value in as far as trade pieces go, and you're not looking at his 
piece in the, or his place in the lineup and saying like, oh man, we're going to lose his production. You're no, just, there kind of isn't okay. production. Yeah. Um, Which sucks. He's like, I mean, God bless him. Thank you, Smitty. Yep. So we, so he goes and I don't know the order in which I really want to talk about this because the, the talk, the around town was that Vladislav Gavrikov was supposed to be coming to Boston in exchange for a first round and a third round, which for the most part, most Bruins fandom media people were not excited about. Like, don't Mm -hmm. love that deal. That's a pretty, it's an overpay for like a seventh D at that point, just throw in another first and a prospect and get Chikrin. I was in the chicken camp. I really wanted chicken. I, this was not at all my radar Hathaway or Orlov. Yeah. But for them to essentially give up what they kind of would have with chicken minus a prospect and get back a really solid third pairing defenseman. Who's really a top four in most other teams and in garnet thorn in your side Hathaway. And get better, and then also get more money. We have more cap space <laughs> after this move. Yeah, how is that possible? I mean, a big part of it is Minnesota and Washington retaining seventy five percent of uh, Orlov's salary. Yeah, and then Hathaway is only one and a half mil a year. What was it? Was it Jack that said Hathaway was born to play in Boston? Yeah, he said Garnet Hathaway was born to be a Bruin. He's like very much in that, like, I fucking hate this guy. No, he plays for you now. Oh, I love that guy. Like, yeah, it's just there's Um, so many players like that around the league that, like, if they played in Boston, the like Bruins fandom would like revere them like crazy. I think it was, I think it was Connor Ryan, might have been Ty Anderson that said, um, like, I can't wait for the sound the garden makes on Garnet Hathaway's like, uh, aggressive forecheck, knowing that like he's about to staple a defenseman to the boards yeah he has this you know go after him balls to the wall kind of forecheck about him i'm excited dude. yeah somebody described him as a hunter and i'm like ooh, yeah and like all the mock-ups are putting it'll be um hold on they're putting him on the fourth line i don't want to get this right but i Honestly, like whenever trades happen to me more than anything, it kind of highlights the fact I'm like, I don't know a lot of the league terribly well off the cuff. Like I know where to look to find out information to form an opinion. But when it happened, I was like, oh, shit, I wasn't prepared for this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I looking up Hathaway. I'm like, oh, this guy. Yeah. Like Hathaway and Marshan got at it before. Like he like rocked Marshan from behind in the corners once like really bad hit. Orlov is. Dude, Orlov is 5'11", 215. That is a stout Thick man. Boy. Thick boy. You see his neck? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, did I see his neck. You could hang a noose around him. He'd be fine. Like, <laughs> don't do that. I don't know. I, uh... All right, so I'm looking at the mock-up Thick now. Boy. No, I'm not. I have too many Twitter accounts. Two. Two is too Wait, many. What are you looking for right now? I'm You're trying to find the mock-up the... of the lines to see where uh-huh. exactly... Um, Hathaway would be slotting in, but I'm having a hard time finding it. But he'd be on the fourth line, probably with Freddie. Um, at the very, I think all I'm getting at is it's going to be awesome to have a guy like him 
bolstering the fourth line, which was already pretty fine. The Bruins got better. Again, that's kind of the takeaway here. Like you got like the cup favorites, like on pace to be the greatest team of all time. And they gave up Craig Smith and a ham sandwich and they just got significantly better on both front and back end. So and they still have time and assets and picks to make another move if they so choose. Scott McLaughlin has the fourth line as Felino Noshik Hathaway. I like that a lot. Yeah. I know Nosek doesn't hit that like physicality as much as wait, I'm saying you say Felino? Yeah, he has Felino Noshik Hathaway as that fourth line. I don't know. Was that like a mock-up or like what they were doing? Yeah, no. He says it says possible Bruins playoff lineup. Marshy Bergy Debrusque, Zaka, Krejci Pasta, Hall Coyle, Freddie, Felino, Noshek Hathaway. Okay. And then and then out back is uh Lindholm McAvoy. Orlov, Carlo, and then Forbert with either Grizzy or Clifton. Outrageous, dude. And then the yeah, fact that you throwing... have to choose between Grizzy and Clifton is nuts. Like those I are think... those are both NHL defensemen. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you'd, you'd choose Cliffy, but I also I just don't know if I don't know what else the Bruins need, but I don't think it's unlikely for them to shop Grizzly. Wow, interesting. I don't know about that. I don't either, but like I, we just have too many defensemen. Like that's not. Uh, wait, let me rephrase. You can never have too many defensemen going into the playoffs. That's the point of this trade is to have depth. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start with the fact that apparently Zaboral and Riley are getting moved because allegedly that will be happening. I yeah. would think that's just for clearing cap space and maybe getting a, a draft pick in return. I don't be right now. What else does this team need? Like, what? Do, who do you want? I know Barbashev's name this keeps coming up, but like, greatest, where are you putting him? This might be the greatest <laughs> roster that I've ever seen. It's <laughs> like, outrageous. You know how I knew it was good? Actually, the Hathaway, you know how I knew to be excited about it? Yeah. Because I was looking at posts uh, after the news broke. I went back and there was apparently like an hour or two before that. It started being like Hathaway and Orlov are being sat for trade related reasons. So mm-hmm. everybody started speculating. And there was yeah. like a Maple Leafs fan who was like, for the love of God, do not send Hathaway to Boston. And then they, they edited it and they were like, fuck me. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, ooh, ooh. Like, if it disturbs yes. these fans, that must be good. Like, <laughs> and I've just been watching Orlov videos and Hathaway videos and holy shit. Yeah, these are Bruins. Those are Bruins. Like five, like stout wait, Orlov. Orlov can shoot it. And again, he can rock people. And my the, uh, my favorite stat that I that kind of came out of this right now is so Connor Clifton has been leading the Bruins going into last night was leading the Bruins with 156 hits. Yeah, Hathaway had 198. Wow, that is significant. Hathaway. That's like a 25 percent increase in hits. Yeah, Hathaway lays the ball. Think of how often you see Connor Clifton hitting people against mm-hmm. every game, at least one decent to big hit, and Hathaway is hitting people 25 percent more often than that. And we have both of them now. And he's like, a and, he, and he's a forward too. Which and is, he's a forward. He's on the fourth. Dude, the fourth line, third and fourth line are just gonna ruin people in the playoffs. Holy shit! Uh, Fluto. I wish. Are they joining the boys on the road trip? Do we know for <laughs> it's sure yet? Funny. You should ask Joe. I'm about to respond to that. Uh, Fluto tweeted: Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway are expected to arrive in Vancouver tonight. They remain options for tomorrow, as is Tomas Nosek. 
Please play in one them. swoop, we're gonna we could get Nozick, Hathaway, and Orlov in, into the lineup. Are you, <laughs> Vancouver's shitting their pants. Wait, like, when did Nozick just like suddenly become okay? By the way, dude, he's been he was kind of uh, I said the whole thing got shadowed by Jake, it just really did. He yeah, but I feel like every time we weeks. got an update from him, it's like, ah, well, he's skating, but I, I wouldn't ask any more questions. Yeah, that's kind of where it was at. It was just like he skated, um, and it wasn't going great. So they were like, we're going to yeah. hold off. And then he got cleared even to play last night. And it was, I thought it was strange that they didn't play him because he traveled. He was cleared and the Bruins were playing with 11 forwards and they didn't play him. I don't know why. Again, I'm sure there's a reason, but I really, I miss Nozick. He's definitely one of those guys. As soon as he starts getting back up to speed, people are going to be like, oh shit. Yeah. Like this guy plays like five to six minutes a night shorthanded. Is like 60 to 65% on the faceoff most nights. Like, that is an important guy to get back, especially going into the playoffs. Yeah. And then yeah. throw Garnet Hathaway and Nick Felino on his hips. Like, fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Like, oh, this team is just so. I good. wanted them to be in. I mean, it wasn't realistic whatsoever because the trade was like four hours before the game, but it's like you get, I don't know, I got my new toys and I wanted to open them right now. Oh yeah, this, put, your, put them in the cracking game. It was hundred, and it just it, the like expediency of like finding out about about the trade, and then two and a half hours later, you get to see them play for Boston. Like that would have been yeah. amazing. Like yeah, and then like oh, uh, I mean, we really we have two days to wait from the time we found out. It's yeah, like, like they're fifty hours, which sucks because yeah. I can't watch the game live tomorrow. I have to record oh. it, which I'm pretty bummed about. I think I'm gonna go total blackout. Like I think oh, I'm yeah? gonna like yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm going to a, a shindig at my friend's house, and Must it's like nice. at four to five. So like I'm guessing that like I will not be back in time for the game. <laughs> Probably, definitely won't be. Right, right, right. Um, so I in the morning. Uh, no, I'd probably watch it that night. Knowing me, I, w- I would just stay up. Um, my dad just texted me that my mom got him the wrong cheeses. My dad texts me once a month, and that's the kind of stuff he texts me. Just your mother got me the wrong Cheez-Its. Love you, Sonny. Mommy got me the wrong Cheez-Its. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I'm gonna get him the right kind. I think he wants the extra toasty. Should, I think that's you what should he reply wants. like, "Fuck her." I'm t- so tired of yeah, her shit, yeah, dude. She, <laughs> just kidding. She's cool. I'm so sorry, Dad. I don't know why you put up with that. Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, dude. I, I again, I didn't know how to respond to this trade at first, but I'm deeply excited to see these guys in the black and gold. Like uh, Caps fans were saying, like they were really upset to see them both go too. Or uh, Hathaway can super understand because, like, that's a really magnetic type of hockey. Like they're really entertaining, and there's something really special when you know that you would hate that guy if he didn't play for you. Basically, mm-hmm. the Marshan effect. Like everybody secretly wants Marshan on their team. Most of them will not admit they it. Should. There's yeah, not they a should f- anyway. who. There was actually a funny video. It was like this guy was going on Toronto, and he kept going out to people, being like, "Did you hear about the Marshan trade?" And they're like, what? They're like, Brad Marchand traded to Toronto. And they're like, what? And like, some of them were like, you know, like, you know, that's not bad. You know, it's you know, I'd welcome. And then some people, like, one guy just took his jersey off. Like, like, <laughs> that, that, Toronto might be a little down? too intimate for them to be super okay with it. But, um, but then in talking about Orlov, a lot of people are saying that he was instrumental in them winning a cup in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, which, hey, we're trying to do that. Come on down. Like, 
and they're like, oh yeah, he he was like a top four defenseman, but he hasn't really been playing that well, like playing that way. I'm like, cool. We need to bolster our third pairing. We do not need him to be playing 22 minutes a night. Like, give us that's 12. The thing is like 12 good minutes. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, so like they have him on this second pairing, or Scott McLaughlin has him on this second pairing with Carlo. He might be in that third pairing. Oh, yeah, I, I would very much Forbert. expect Orlov in the third. Well, Orlov Lindholm McAvoy. As your, hmm? I don't know if this was Scott's, but uh, okay, no, it is. I'm looking at it. So Lindholm McAvoy, I think they can do that now. I think when they were not as stacked that you wanted to spread that wealth a bit more. But now that we have mm-hmm. like our seventh defenseman is Derek Forbert. Are you kidding? <laughs> That's incredible. So you yeah, throw them back together. Throw Lindholm and McAvoy back together. I would prefer to keep Forbert Clifton together, which would give you uh Orlov Carlo. Dude, that's unbelievable. Like it doesn't even really matter. It's like at a point where it's like one A, one B, one C. Like it doesn't you're all equal. It's not a very obvious talent gradient. Yeah, no, it's not. And again, just the forward depth. Oh my god! I don't Hall Coil Freddie. I really do like that as a line, and mm-hmm. I'm su- obviously super in favor of keeping the check line and the top line together. But I just like Freddie's play with Felino a lot. I don't know, like what Hall Coil Hathaway. I think I would prefer Hall Coil Hathaway. It's an odd line, is it? I guess how does that line? How does that line play? I need to know, you know Hathaway's I mean? play better. Yeah, I mean, because you got Hall with the speed, Coil with the speed, but mostly physicality. And the Hathaway, I don't. I, he seems to be mostly physicality. I mean, every like he's a fourth liner, fourth you're liner, basically fourth running liner, like a high see, scoring. But... You're running like a high scoring, bruising third line. Yeah, which. Well, so I think I'm sure it'll be fine. And like it's cat, it's Montgomery. He's going to shuffle them all up, anyways. Yeah. I mean, the, even just one game, I, I think it'll be cool just to see them after one game and be like, okay, now this this makes more sense. Have you seen the clip of Hathaway taking Connor McDavid's head off? Dude, that's so funny because I mess I typed in like my text messages to see if we've ever talked about Hathaway, and the one mm-hmm. time we did is me sending you that video. Oh, really? Yeah. The link was broken, so I have not seen it, but that was cert it was like Hathaway like hits McDavid into the boards or something like that. Like Dude, it, yeah, go back and watch it. It's an open ice, unbelievable, unbelievable hit. Uh, the Caps also have a mic'd up video with oh, Hathaway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. full steam ahead. Like, he can't even, his body doesn't have time to adjust to falling. It's just like he's frozen in the standing position, but then it's just horizontal. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he crushed him. Just right through him. I would also check out the mic'd up if I was you out there listening. There's a mic'd up Garnet Hathaway if you want to feel, uh, you know, build a little relationship with this guy, get to know him, uh, and also just hear what he's saying as he's uh, crushing people on the ice. I think they had to edit out most of that stuff, though. Yeah, I, I'm really hoping both of their first games at the Garden, you get, like, big hits from both of them. Mm-hmm. No quicker way to win people over. Or even Hathaway can throw them, too. Hathaway fought McQuaid a couple times. Oh, really? McQuaid got the better of him because it's Adam McQuaid. But yeah. But Hathaway's 6'3", 208. It's a big boy. 
You know, so Halfway is 31. How old is Orlov? Uh, 31. Both 31. Yeah, they're rentals. I mean, they they could get extended for the right price, I guess, but um, Hathaway especially. But I can't get past the fact that Orlov is 5'11", 215. That is so stout, s- strong. Like, that guy is not going to get moved. Like, I'm really excited for Orlov. Like, I'm re- honestly both of them, but I'm just itching to see them play. Yeah. I am too. Might go back I wish they watch, played in this. I gotta watch more clips of them, but in the Seattle game, as did I. Speaking of which, the Bruins played Seattle last 10 p.m. start. I said that in a previous episode after I think they played L.A. I'm like, oh, that's the last one. I was wrong. Wah, wah. <laughs> now that's it. We have an 8:30 and a nine, and I think maybe even a nine or a 9:30 after that. But uh, last 10 p.m. start, brutal. Staying up till 1:30. The, the final morning. one. Last 10 p.m. Yeah. I mean, we got okay. a couple more late games, but this is the last 10 p.m. start. And also, I learned how to say Beneers. There we go. You know how I learned? It's so Jack stupid. Edwards. So Well, all, he helped. But my my little trick is, are you ears? No, but I've been ears. Eh? Eh? It's kind of how I remember how to say the the um, chemical name for Tylenol. Acetaminophen. Do you see the minophen? That's yes. <laughs> I see the minophen. <laughs> <laughs> that is the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, could have just learned it as a name. Like, could have just like remembered it, but no. Are, no, are I, you ears? I have been ears. Have you Vaughn Viggs? He, when will you wear wigs? Have I referenced that like three episodes in a row on this show? I don't think you've referenced it once. Oh, really? Yeah. I Maybe I just think lo- it all the time. I love that video. This video <laughs> is uh, Elijah Wood secretly being interviewed in the behind the scenes or a uh, deleted thing for Lord of the Rings. Unbelievably funny. So good. So good. Um, Matty Beneers is 21 Beneers. years old. That he is. That's the thing about I him. I don't understand you remember. him. He hasn't been around too long. Oh my God! He plays like he's been in the league for a decade. Jack yeah, he's is good. obsessed with him. Understandably, yeah. anytime mean, you see a young guy with that much, dare I say, spunk, you you dared. You can't. I said it. I dare to say it. I dare to give the spunk to this kid. Uh, <laughs> I'll give him the spunk title. Yeah, it comes. He's got goes. spunk. Yeah, it's I, something I do about not love it. The 200-foot player plays so well. Like, that is so adored in Boston. Mm-hmm. I got to imagine a lot of that's Bergeron's effect. I know that's mm-hmm. where who Maddie grew up emulating, which is why I'm sure I love him so much. Uh, Seattle's going to do really well if they build around him. No wonder they're already doing well. What an incredibly talented young hockey player Maddie Beniers is. Pretty just not 19 goals on the year. Yeah, something really really good Seattle is just a fun team dude what a, that was a fun game to watch for both sides no 100 was i mean it was a little frustrating because oh, yeah. um there i think you just assume that the bees should win every game and um granted like Kraken are a good team or whatever they're good like enough um they're like middle of the pack in their division uh, but people, people for whatever reason, seem to think they're a lot better than they are. Um, 
but even being on the road, I mean, you have a couple of days. They got there early. Um, I just, I was frustrated because that the Bruins sometimes will make bad teams look better than they are. And mm-hmm. I think for a majority of this game, they did exactly that. Um, and when you're fired up and the game is getting chippy and like your adrenaline is pumping and you're still not running away with it, that that to me is just it's just more frustrating. Cause it's like, okay, you have reason now. Like you're not falling asleep at the wheel here. Cause like that's one thing. To play a matinee against the senators and you score one goal in the first half of the game, I get it. I get it. It's a sleepy Monday. You're playing Ottawa. Takes a little bit to wake up. This game should have had you wide awake. I don't know. I don't know if there was like defensive breakdowns that even led to these goals. It wasn't like odd bounces. It was just. Oh, it was odd bounces. There was a ton of deflections in these goals. Where? What do you mean where? Most of them. Two of them went off Chuck. The last one was a deflection off DeBrusque. Like a lot. I mean, most of them, I would say, were weird goals, like deflection goals. I'm going to run the numbies here. So the Beniers goal, not. Now, it's a three on one, and he rifled it. That was just a good shot. Their second goal, Vince Dunn, clean. That just, I mean, that one just beats Swayman. I guess you can kind of point to like multiple different things here, like a defensive breakdown led to a rush. Yeah, I shouldn't say most of them are deflections, Uh, but there were like three deflections in this game. There's just enough that you can point to where it was like, okay, they failed multiple ways multiple times. You know what I mean? Yeah. And oddly, I very I, I think like one goal I would put on Swayman. Like directly be the, like, dude, like it was the done one. Like the yeah, one that was like, like from, from the, the blue point. line. I, he got yeah. screened too. So even that I'm not like, wasn't like a clean, like he had a clean view of it. But um, not, and honestly, kind of same for, Seattle, like how many six five games are there where you're like goalies played well? <laughs> like that's not like <laughs> yeah. I mean, even uh, there are other goals here, dude. Like that they found ways. They found ways to get space, and it wasn't necessarily breakdowns. I think you just got beat. I think you just got beat. It was like again, it was just that Senators game. It was just offense, offense, offense. Yeah. Um, for a six five game where nobody had a two goal lead, that's that's pretty crazy. Um, and a dramatic one, bro. If you're just a casual fan and wanted to just watch a fun game, who I will say, I did walk away from this game disliking Yanni Gord a lot more. Yeah. So what was what was going on there? Well, there was Yanni Gord is just like really constant. I mean, there was just multiple post whistle scrums where him and a Bruin were getting at it, and he was just like laughing in their face, and like mm-hmm. I think they uh. Who, it was Greer and I think Gord that were seemingly about to drop the gloves with like 20 seconds left to go in a period. And the ref was like so sick of Greer and both of them. He was just like, nope, you're going. Like they were at the face off. Yep. Yeah. And that so was a little. Of Greer. That might have been the dumbest thing I've ever seen in hockey ever. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a ref off a draw with no fists thrown, no nothing, just jibbing and jabbing and John be like, you guys have to go to the box. But it was like bordering on like a delay of game penalty. It's like, fellas, can you just stand next to each other? 
Like, yeah, and can't... didn't they score right during that four and four as well? Seattle did. Yeah, that was right after Brick um, dropped the line of the century. No, get the numbers right. No, that wasn't it. Oh, there's a couple lines. What was your, what <laughs> was your line? <laughs> Swinging a bit. Swinging a bit. Uh, four on four is a little different than a three on three. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there. Thanks, Brick. <laughs> <laughs> He was getting. He was super annoyed when they called them because, like, they got they called yeah. uh, Greer number eleven. He's like, "Get the numbers right." <laughs> He's just, just like super frustrated with the rest entirely. I love that. You don't see Brick get worked up all. You too really often. don't. Like, not no. it's not nearly as often as Jack. Anyways, um, can we talk about the posture not goal? Uh, can we keep talking about these scrums because oh. these were crazy? <laughs> okay. Yes. First that. But yeah, Yanni Gord is just, I don't know. I was just getting annoyed with Yanni Gord and just like he didn't seem interested in actually dropping the gloves, just kind of kept wanting to do that shit. What really pissed me off, and I know set you off pretty, pretty fiercely. Oliver Bjorkstrand. Oliver Bjorkstrand. What the fuck was that? Kiss my ass. What was that? So Marshan and Bjorkstrand are, are going at it. Mostly Bjorkstrand going at Marshan. And Marshan kind of like, dumped said him. something to him because Marshy like shoved him in the chest, shoved him to the ground. Yeah, but like that's kind of so, how that got physical. And so he, someone else comes to start fucking with Marshan, and Bjorkstrand just grabs Marshan's leg and starts like trying to. Twist. Looks like he's just trying to twist it. You said alligator roll, which I thought was pretty apt. And like again, like we had it on the Twitter account, like retweeted. It. It's like, what the hell is this? Like, what are you doing? And no, it is not. It got zero traction, by the way. Like zero. Like mm -hmm. no one saw that clip. That did not get any life of it, any life whatsoever past that moment. Like, no one's looking at it. Nobody gives a shit. That's crazy. Imagine if Marshan did that. Everybody would be like trying to get him suspended again. Like, oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching it back now. It's that's crazy. That's, I mean, that's how you like ruin someone's knee permanently. Yeah. That's like the tie, the, twist that someone goes awkwardly into the boards and then they're done for the season because they tore their ACL or MCL. It made me so mad. Yeah, you were, you were, you were I sent you a paragraph, but I also, I also stood up and went, whoa, 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 whoa. Just like that. Yeah. Was not, was not pleased about that, dude. Um, it's weird. Cause like you can have no feeling for a team beforehand, just feel nothing for them. Cause like that posture not goal that you're dying to talk about. Yes, it ended with a with a little wave to the fans, and it was early on in the game. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, and I was like, really I don't get that. Deal. Like, why are you why are you egging on Seattle fans? Like, who cares? It's Seattle. Who cares about Seattle? I think it's just funny and to then, do no matter when. If you just scored a killer goal, yeah, fucking wave to the crowd, wave to the away just, crowd. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like that's something that anybody does without like a reason to rag on the fans. Or the team itself as like an entity, but by the end of that game, I was like, okay, yeah, no, if Pasta did that now, I totally get it. Like in in this moment, like after all of that, I totally get it. It's just one of those like short heated rivalry, like a bar fight. You know, it's like I don't, I, mean, I don't, I'm not gonna hold a grudge after this all too long. Joe, but like in this moment, Joe, I'm cutting you off. Yeah, I shit you not. Brad Marchand was fined five thousand dollars for that play. I sh I'm not kidding you. I just saw it on Twitter. Brad Marchand has been fined $5,000 for a dangerous trip against Kraken forward Oliver Bjorkstrand. Are you joking? Sure. Yeah, whatever. 
He, yeah, he put his he slew for him a teeny li- a little bit, a bit. Could we address the part where Bjorkstrand was trying to like separate his leg from his hip, like, or whatever he was doing at the at the worst, he was trying to injure him. At the best, he just is awkwardly trying to grab him, like. He didn't that is even slew foot him. He table topped him with his leg a little bit. He's also seven inches shorter. Yeah, he's twisting his dude. That's insane. I cannot believe that. Are you fucking kidding? I, I, and everybody's like, yup, typical gutless Martian. Nobody addressing the second half of that video. This is my, I, I feel insane. I feel crazy. I, I think I. I I think with Marshy, I can play it pretty down the middle. I really do. I can't believe that, man. That's that's crazy. You know he's he's gonna Holy fucking cow. he's gonna have a comment about that. I bet. Wow, that is unbelievable. Well, that's why he made the cameo. <laughs> that's why he made the cameo thing. No, the cameo was before that. He made the cameo because he lost the credit card game. Oh, I thought okay. This this just in multimillionaire needs you to help pay for his dinner. Yeah. Just kidding. I love you, Brad. But also, you know, you mm. also pay for your pay for your fucking mm. You make yeah. in a day what I make in two years. So yeah, you I think you got it, Brad. Bjork Strand. But yeah. Wow, I gotta move off that. I'm I'm not gonna be able to stop saying I can't believe that if if we don't move on. Uh, David wow. Pasternak uh, was like, hey, remember when I do the thing where I score goals that other people cannot do? I'm going to do that again. He does so love good. doing that thing. Oh, my God. I didn't. I thought it was Zaka. I don't know why. I was so sure that was Zaka. <laughs> is Zaka even right-handed? Uh, yeah, I can't I tell he you off the, he off is the top right-handed. of my head. Yeah, I can. Eh, well, is he? No, maybe he's not. I don't think he is. That's another Zaka, thing. Zaka's lefty. Yeah, that makes yes, 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 yes. I can picture one of his goals now. I don't know. Why I thought it was Saka. Maybe I saw one. Eight, I saw an eight, and I was like, Saka. He was on the ice. He got the primary assist for it. Not that he really needed to. He was standing there, actually wide open with what, what would have made the goal. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, Krejci got the assist on that. Yeah, but that was. I mean, that was stupid. That was unbelievable. That's oh, one of those. So like good. the second you see it, you know, like this is going to be a national highlight. Oh yeah, this is like honestly the. Uh, I think this was like a national broadcast game because Eddie Olchuk was the play by was the uh, uh, color commentator. Really? For in the in the highlights, yeah. And it's a pretty uninspired goal call. They're like, "What a goal!" I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck off!" Are you kidding me? Jack Edwards is, was like losing it appropriately. And I don't know when this was, but I want to talk about it now. David yeah. Krejci did the most David Krejci thing of all time. Which is, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Did I was like, ever... "What do you mean? What do you mean?" So the the play was Krejci was in the left circle, and Goose or whomever the goalie was was it Goose? Goose is in the Goose. I swear Grubauer. to God, I'm a hockey Grubauer. fan. I promise, Grubauer. Grubauer. Grew. Thank you. Yeah, because they grew. Ass up, ass facing Krejci, like was looking into the net, was totally spinned around, was expecting a one time and like sold for the move over but Krejci didn't shoot it so while Grubauer was just like flopping on the ground like a dying fish Krejci is looking not at the net and it's just puck handling I could have scored a goal there 
Yep. And I'm not sure I'm actually exaggerating when I say that. It, yeah. Krejci is kind of like an old dog, new trick kind of situation. There's like no point in saying like, man, he's got to stop doing that. Cause like he has 20 games left in his career. Yeah. It's, it's, we're done. <laughs> it's, but it's like it's, it is, if anything, this is vindicating for me because I've always had this like crazy frustration in my heart that I feel like you uh, push back on, too, but I don't always resonate with it. Yeah. And now I think this year it's, it's clearer than ever. It's like, do you see what he does? Do you see how much he prioritizes anything but putting the puck on net? And like, do you need that in a guy? Yeah. Is it also cartoonish sometimes? Yes. Dude, I'm seeing more videos being like Marshan Slewfoot's Bjorkstrand. Get away. From oh my God. <laughs> the thing is, like, the actual clip that everyone's throwing around includes Bjorkstrand twisting his leg. Because it's the thing that happens immediately after the slew foot. I yeah. don't think I really recognize how much of that was a slew foot, and I'm going to take my black and gold goggles off and be like, yeah, that was a slew foot. Kind of surprised they're finding him for it and not addressing whatever the fuck Bjorkstrand was doing, but whatever. It's it's not worth getting this upset over Marshad getting... I don't even want to call it a reputation call because he did it. That was a thing. It's also, it's also... It's a fine. Yeah, it's fucking. It's, it's a, oh yeah, it's it's Martian losing five grand. Need to the player assistance program. Good, whatever. Like, yeah, he's not he's not suspended. He's not. It's fine. Uh, whatever. Uh, Martian getting that goal was really nice. They the, the this was the goal to make it three two Boston. Dude, the goal the goal where he almost scored and then ended up getting a rebound from like the same spot on the ice. Yeah, so like he yeah, was denied like two. Great. Two minutes before that, unbelievable save from Gru. Like, um, mm. and but, like you said, the exact same spot. But he's like his goals are like a little lower than usual, or actually, I would say much lower than usual. I think he's what eighteen. Um, I think that was sixteen or seventeen. I think he has eighteen. Um, the internet will resolve this. He has eighteen. No, oh, so he's eighteen. <laughs> like, like I don't know my guy. <laughs> like I don't know my, all my guys' stats. Um, so that I mean, that was nice though, just for him because, like, I know, like, he's been playing perfectly fine. Like, I have zero qualms about how Brad Martian is playing hockey right now, but um, but dude, just the whole fucking the nature of this game, how back and forth it was, it was just it was funny. And after the first when it was 2 2, mm-hmm. it was already like, wow, this is crazy. And then no, they were really gonna again, do this all again, night, and again, yeah, and again, and again, up till the literally the last two minutes of the game. Because Jake DeRuss game winner was with like a minute and a half left. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. I mean, it's, was that? I, I jokingly said to you earlier, like uh, during that game, like I was going to end, you know, 12, 11 or whatever. Yeah, you're like, I want to win this game 13 to 12. That's what you said. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like not far off. I think I said that when it was still 2 2. Yeah, I was like, this reminded me of the Senators game that ended five to seven, and then I was like, is this game? It, it, it is an empty netter away from being five to seven. Like, yeah, it's like a couple feet away. I gotta start betting the over in uh, Bruins games. Every literally every game. One of my buddies uh, asked if he should have bet the over in I think it was the Predators game or the Islanders game, and it was mm-hmm. five and a half. I was like, I don't know, probably not, but he already had, and then mm-hmm. it was like. 
he hit the over not even halfway through the game. And I was yeah. like, all right, what the fuck do I know? Um, I'm I'm debating just hitting the Bruins money line every game going forward. I mean, imagine if you do that every single game this season. Like you're gonna lose here and there, but like on the whole, you're gonna be up like crazy. I think I'm just gonna do that. Like even if they lose one out of five games, I'd still be up all time. Yeah. See, I I, I don't want to get into betting. I'm like annoyed with all the ads and everything. It just yeah, ain't for you? me. Yeah, it's but like, when you? all my friends got into golf, I'm like, yeah, I'll get there eventually. Yeah, the difference is with golf, you don't win money. You can. I wouldn't. <laughs> Brandon Carlos scored again. How about it? It was that beanbag goal again. Actually, it wasn't even the beanbag goal again. It was like a one-timer tap. That was an interesting goal. It was. I. This score sheet is wicked funny because it's like David Pasternak, Brad Martian, David Krejci, Patrice Bergeron, Brandon Carlo. <laughs> One of these things like, is yeah. not like the other. <laughs> it's like all the major players got on the score sheet today, boys, huh? I do love Jake. Jake, Jake I got can't the believe I forgot Jake. Yeah, yeah, I love that Jake got the game winner. And as you like a reference to what you were saying earlier, great Sally too. Yeah, it's like it took him like a, a, a moment to realize that it went in because he had his back to the goal and he turned around mm-hmm. and he started like pumping his arms, like just pumped. I mean, nobody deserves happiness more than Jake DeBrusque. Just kind Truly, of in general, they don't like him more than anybody, more than me especially me more than any of us more than you <laughs> especially you did you think they were going to tie it up yeah 100%. yeah me too yeah definitely yeah because why wouldn't they yeah right i was like, like really trying to not get pumped i was like okay they're still going to overtime like one point is still okay it's a long road trip yeah well i kept thinking about during the game when i asked them like what do you think the record is going to be mm-hmm. in their next like in the, in this trip I think we sit in the next three games and we were both like three Oh and Oh. And it was like halfway through that game. I'm like, this is one of those games that like, even if we get a point, I'll be like, cool, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, we weren't even supposed to talk. Right no, we now, weren't. Yeah. We? we, yeah, we talked and we were like, Oh, we'll, we'll talk after the, yeah. After the next three games. And then well, I was like, you want to record? And you're like, yeah, let's do Friday and Sunday. I was like, Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Like, so we'll just talk about the Canucks game next time around, or maybe we'll push it back a little bit and do, I don't know. What, what do we got here? Let me, let's see here. Uh, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, so we either do just the Nux game or we lump in the Alberta games as well. And talk like Wednesday. Yeah, we'll see. We'll play that one by we'll ear. We'll see. Um, we'll see how the Canucks game goes. If the Canucks game is worth talking about, we'll, we'll come on here and talk about it. Uh, so the Bruins need to win 19 of their next 25 to, I think it's break the record. Yeah, well, so I feel weird about that because I feel like that doesn't, include all the options you know what i mean like like and get this many well I don't yeah, think what it's if they win 17 and they lose the other seven in overtime i don't you know? think it's a points thing i think it's a win to actually maybe i don't i truly it's don't totally know points. yeah well then again what the fuck do i know so to me the question is do you see six games in the rest of the season that they would lose i see uh... and like obviously you can lose any fucking night Mm-hmm. The only two that I'm like mm, are Tampa and Carolina because those and are the only two teams I and well we play Toronto again. Those are the only three teams I think can really get Boston a run for their money 
that aren't like weirdly bottomed out like senators weirdly being good at playing against boston like or even seattle seattle again like both seattle games like they were not an easy team to beat mostly because the first time they didn't beat them got shut out by seattle actually on home ice i think they beat tampa i think they could I don't see what they think to Carolina could still make another move. They Patrick Kane could go to the Rangers, and I don't love that. Patrick Kane doesn't scare me anymore, bro. Dude, what are you talking? Dude, he's lighting it up. He has like seven goals in like four games. Like, yeah, he's, he's I think, on a hot streak right now. I what have the, a theory. No. And I'm only kind of kidding that he has been deliberately not really trying. But now that he knows he's on his way out, he's like, all right, I got to heat back up again. Like, I got to really start trying again. I want to be ready to go when I get traded. I don't think they would because that's not a thing that I think professional athletes really do. At least not probably not in the NHL, but it's kind of weird that like he just, he had like seven goals in 42 games. And then like right before the trade deadline, he has seven goals in four games. <laughs> what are you tweeting? I didn't tweet. I sent you some oh, I just analytics with me on Patrick. Like, what's happening? Oh my God. Wow. That's crazy. So defensive liability, basically. He's a defensive liability. He also just um his production is um pretty solely relied on on finishing these days. Yeah, like I there was some people like, oh Patrick Kane to Boston. Like, I don't really want Patrick Kane. No. Nah, nah. And the nah. thing is, if anybody's gonna punch a cab driver in the city, it's gonna be me. I'm it's gonna be me, goddamn it. Toes. That's what I'm here for. It's kind of my toes thing. in Buffalo, okay? We've all punched a Buffalo cab driver in our day. Who among us? Also, I have a theory that part of David Krejci's contract is if he hits 100 shots on goal, he does not get paid. He he gets killed. That's why he's he's at 83. I don't think he's breaking 100. I don't see him taking 17 more shots in the next 25 games. Just kidding. He probably. What do you want to guess his goal to over or under 120? For one. For what? Career. Over or under 120 shots on the year? Right now? David Krejci on the year. I, I'm looking at it. It's 83. You're looking at his total after 82 games? On the, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant this year so far. I mean this entire oh, year. Dude, so under. He's at 83. He's not shooting. He's not putting. All right. In 52 games, he's put 83 shots on net. That is In roughly one and a half shots he per put game. Up 40 no or 36 for 34 well it's you know what actually it'll be around there but no i do not think it breaks 120 34 games i don't know i could see that doesn't sound that crazy i thought he was going to get 60 points this year and i think he could he's at 46 46 and 52 games is not fucking bad for old man dave dave taylor old man dave taylor taylor hall dave taylor dave toothpaste doesn't doesn't the Dave Taylor band sound like something? Yeah, as well as the James. It sounds like Dave Matthews combined with James Taylor. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. The that's Dave exactly Matthews band is. is really what. Yeah, we've we've gotten to the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm noticing that the Bruins' official roster on NHL.com does not include Orlov or Hathaway yet. Do they have to play first? Is that part of it? I don't believe so. I think it's just an update thing. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Because Craig Smith, I do not see here. 
Anton Strauman is weirdly included. What a confusing time for all of us. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Who are we playing next? We're they're playing listed on they're listed on ESPN right now. Oh, okay. All right. You know that's where Hathaway's from? Oh no, I'm not. Uh Kennebunkport. Kennebunkport, Maine. He's the first Boston Bruin to be born in Maine. Get out of here. Isn't that crazy? Welcome to the squad. There's never been a Maine-born Boston Bruin before. I cannot believe that. That is unbelievable. Can't say that anymore, bro. I can't. Really can't. And Orlov Mm -hmm. was born in the USSR. Is that so? Yep. It's born in the old Soviet Union. It's not a nickname. (laughs) The old SU. He must have. I mean, if he's 31 or 32, he must have been born like right before. They became Russia. When did the U.S. fall? I think it fell in 91. Oh, oh, yeah. You know what? Now that I'm looking at this, I think I saw a stat about this earlier that, like, he was born, like, the week before it fell. Oh, really? Yeah, hold on. Well, so he was born... He was born, no, July 23rd, 91, and it was December 26th, 91. So he he hit the cutoff by about five months, so not a week, but five months. That's not. He's also the first Russian player in Boston since Koklachev. That I th- I found that crazy because I saw a lot of people talking about that when Gavrikov was talking about coming here. Yeah, they're like we like, don't we have a ton of a, Russians in our history. We haven't had a Rusky in a while. Been a bit. Been a bit. Been a bit. Well, yeah, we welcome, do. Dimitri. Welcome, Garnet. The pleasure, the pleasure is mine. Pleasure is all mine. <laughs> <laughs> um. Any anything else you got? Take care of yourselves. I don't like that one. Take care of each other. Love your brother. Love your mother. Tell tell your dad that you're gonna get him some Cheez Its. Um, <laughs> I will. Enjoy enjoy this season. In case you aren't enjoy this season, uh, we'll be back after the either the Vancouver game or the Edmonton and Calgary games as well. Uh, probably, we'll be back at the probably, end of the season. Yeah, we'll be back at some point. We'll cover 25 games. I'm gonna go ahead and say no matter when we come back, that the Bruins will not have lost a game. Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. We'll do a show the next happens. time they lose. We'll flip <laughs> the script. I like that. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to, uh, one more thing I want to bring up. So I yep. watched Behind the Bee last night yeah. between periods. Uh, it was very sibling trip heavy. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, were they just hammered. Just They yeah. were rocked. And the best part was after the Dallas game, uh, you can there. It's like when the team is like doing like the cool down, they're all on the bikes after the game, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. They're like, yeah, you just played a professional hockey game. Go fucking keep exercising. It's not enough. Like, <laughs> um, they're, so they're all in that area and like Bergeron like turns the corner and they're like, Patrice, Patrice. And he's like, what did I do? <laughs> and they're like, one more year, one more year. <laughs> I'm like, yes, good. Like right good. in his face. <laughs> What? Right to his face? Yeah, like they're chanting, and they're all chanting. Like he's like twenty feet away, but like, yeah, yeah. he's just like he's like pumping with them. Like, <laughs> I'm like I love that. That's awesome. they were getting after it. They they mic'd up Coyle's sister, and she was like pretty pretty turned pretty early. She's like, whose yeah. idea was it to give me the mic? I'm like, <laughs> dude, the coils the coils seem like a fun bunch. They really, do, I really honestly. like Charlie Coyle. Yeah, I'd love I love to get Charlie Coyle. on this show. Dude, Derek, do you see the video of Sophia interviewing the guys yes. with the baggage? 
That's twice now. Sophia has put out the best content that Nessen makes for <laughs> the, the, for the, the best beast. part. The best. So the video is she's asking the players like who has the biggest luggage, like the biggest baggage, and they're like some of them are like Jake, and then someone's like, oh, this trip it's Forbes, it's Forbert, and they just like pan over and Forbert's just laying on the ground like doing a stretch. <laughs> And Sophia's like, dude, <laughs> like she just like puts the mic in his hand, curls his hand around it and then moves it up to his mouth. I don't know why she needed to do all that. <laughs> I thought it was so funny, but he was like not like acting like it was weird. I think it's because like he's not going to move. Like I need to kind of ragdoll him a little bit. Like he's like, well, I care about my recovery. So I bring that my recovery stuff with me. And someone's like, Darla. And he's like, well, if Darla wants to come, there's room in there for her. Like, <laughs> yeah, the return of Derek Florbert. I just love that he's always on the ground for some reason. He's always sitting or laying directly on the ground. He's it's so his, funny too. It's his spot, dude. Um, I don't have anything else. This was a this was a good little week here of Bruins hockey. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, two two good games, like a pretty pretty good Senators game and then a wild Seattle game. Vancouver games are also a little weird. Marshan games typically against Vancouver. He never isn't let it go. Like he needs to fuck him up. It's like Vancouver and the Kings are two teams that Martian usually turns it up against. And Vancouver sucks. So yeah. really anybody could turn it Weird. up. I wonder I why. To, oh, also, this is, I don't want to get back into it. Kind of a rough game for Freddie. A little bit. Nothing crazy, but like oh. he wasn't as glamorous to me as he has been recently. So I, I would hope. Uh, so I hope against Vancouver, he, he turns it back up, especially if he might end up playing with Hathaway. I don't know why he would, but I would love that. I would, I would, I wouldn't bank on it, but I would love to see it. No, it would almost be overkill, but I kind of love it. I just want to see them bash brothers, some people. I just want to see them bash brothers. I just want to see them kiss. What? 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 Bear. (laughs) That would have been a good spot for it. That would have been a very good Fuck, I should have just done it. All right. Now that's it for me. Uh, excited for the Vancouver game, even if I had to watch it after the fact. And excited to see them keep winning. So much more excited for the playoffs. Somehow. I don't know how, but I am. It's coming around the corner. Fucking do it, man. Bear with me. Yeah, I called you fat. Look at me. I'm skinny. <laughs>